You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. 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 The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Playing House After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Playing House After Show. Hey there, Playing House fans. Uh... Huh? What is this? What? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't discuss what the I song was going to be. I'm playing the house theme song. The house theme song. He is playing house. I get it. He's playing it's house. Funny. That's a fun bit. It's a funny bit. Stephen from your engineer. Uh, if you are confused as to where you are, this is not an episode of House. This is the playing house after show. On oh. AfterBuzz TV, yeah, we're doing season one, episode four. Totes Uh I'm Matt Lieberman. Join me, of course, the panel. Patrick Fazakerly's here. Hi. Carrie Long's here. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Earlywine, again, not joining us this week. Hopefully, she'll be back next week. Uh, you know, oh, I'm excited. We'd love to have her join us. Yeah. Uh, another stellar episode of Playing House. What a delightful show to watch. <gasps> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm very glad we're watching this show. Uh, yeah. It's great. It is. I love it, it. it is great. Well, it's like you know. I, I don't know. I I don't do many comedies for for After Buzz, and I don't really have a ton of time to watch them at home. And I'm like, I'm just so happy to have a show as warm and as sweet and as funny as this yes. to come come into the office and watch on Tuesday nights. It's beco- quickly becoming a highlight of my week. Absolutely. I had a dream about the show this week. You had a dream about the show? What happened in your dream? Well, (laughs) don't get too excited over there, Patrick. In my dream, and if this happens in an episode, I'm going to geek out over I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was super real. I was like right there watching it on my my TV. And then it was, uh, they were like at a wedding. And then it was like bridesmaids-y ish. But there was a wedding. And Lennon was there. And Jessica was there. And I was there. Were, you, were, you, were they like bridesmaids at your wedding? No, oh, no, that no one been, paid any attention. Wouldn't that be great to me? if they were yeah. bridesmaids at your wedding? I would tell it, guys. If you want to be in my wedding, that's not uh, you can be really on the calendar. My uh, I welcome them to come in, and uh, I would even let them choose the dress for the wedding. Wonderful. They could pick, uh, Ooh, and they could pick yeah. everything. Nothing like giving them more work to do. Right, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> God, Patrick, you just got uninvited. Oh, oh Patrick, man. that's okay. I'll invite you to my party that I'm having the same day. Oh, thanks! <laughs> yeah. um, so we open on uh, Emma and Maggie getting some assistance installing oh, the car seat in mercy. Maggie's car. Mm-hmm. Ryan McPartland, uh, who, uh, you know, a few years back played Captain Awesome on Chuck. He's a, he's a hunky piece of man. Uh, I didn't he, notice. Oh, yeah, he also... Notice. Uh, in season two of Mad Men, was uh, Betty Draper's first affair in a oh, cloakroom. I didn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man dresses down nice, and he's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he's a rookie cop on the force, and he's helping them strap this thing yeah, down. Strap it in real and good. Uh, we get to see a lot of uh, feminine sexual frustration. What we uh, have none of that. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but I felt like the car seat thing was a metaphor. 
for sex. What? What? I, I didn't get that. If you at notice, all. they talked about like uh, you got to tug on it harder. Right? They meant like the like the straps. straps. Like a, the straps. Not necessarily. Also, a penis. What? what? Yeah. No. no. Listen, Patrick. These- I can't no. understand how saying the phrase, the tighter it gets, the harder it gets. Absolutely not. I don't understand how that no. connects to sex. I don't know if you're listening to the word you're saying, because if and you think about it, it's talking about sex. Well, then Mark came over and he just, and he just got it right in there. Well, and yeah, he was focused on the task. Yeah. There was no Faster sexual... is always better. Again, guys, no this is about the premature ejaculation, always. I think I, is what I the key is here. Safety. I think it's about safety. I Again, about... safety is a thing with sex. With Blood talks. Steve's condoms. tussie. Yeah, Steve's, Steve's tussie. tussie. Oh, tussie bringing it back. <laughs> Uh, I tried to turn into a hashtag last week. I did. Nobody, nobody jumped on the tussie train. <laughs> no one jumped on the tussie. tussie. Guys, spelled, hashtag tussie train. Tussie is spelled T U S S I E. Oh, I misspelled oh, tussie. I, yeah, that's why. It, that's why the hashtag didn't take off. There we go. But, okay. Um, okay. Huh, yeah. Right. In any case, what a fun scene, and I like. You know, you see so many shows where you get the guys ogling the hot girl and talking about, like, trying to get her to do semi-sexual things or say semi-sexual things and, like, getting away with it. And it's great to see it flipped, especially when, you know, these two who are so in sync and so comfortable, you know, (laughs) saying this stuff around each other and both just getting in and, you know, tasting a piece – Yes. Please. Yeah. It was just so. It was just such a fun scene. Um, I liked how the the dudes high fived at the end after yeah. they were done. And the, Bros, and, we killed it. And the London women, Tower. And the women just Eiffel ended what, unsatisfied. Wait, is that what an Eiffel Tower is? An Eiffel TV? Tower is when is when two men uh, double team a woman and high five uh, as it's happening. As it's happening, not after. Oh. After it's just a high. It's not an Eiffel Tower. It would qualify as another tower. When yeah. I was uh, when tower I, of London, I, I studied abroad in Paris <laughs> for a semester in college, and two guys claimed what? that that happened in France, and then later said it didn't. But I'm not sure. I think it. I think they may have back. Cool up. story, yeah. Patrick. Cool. It has everything to do with the episode. <laughs> we, it has everything to do with what we just talked about. All right, fair. Um, <laughs> so in any case, uh, the Emma and Maggie go to Gary, uh, Maggie's lawyer, uh, to prepare for the upcoming mediation between her uh, and her erstwhile husband. Yes. And, uh, you know, Gary, played by TV's Andy Daly. Andy Daly? Yes, at TV's Andy Daly. That's correct. Yeah. and uh, From Review, also starring Jessica St. Clair. Yeah. Well, I mean, these folks, there's a lot of people who come in and out of this show I feel like have a very, very strong UCB connection. For sure. You know, it's where they're from. And uh, it's always a pleasure to see uh, Andy Daly on our on our TV screens, and uh, what a what a perfect fit for this character uh, mm-hmm. singing madrigals, um, and uh, you know like madrigals. There are these like medieval songs that are, are are in four parts, four to eight parts. So like the parts where he's not actually doing lyrics, he's doing his his like baritone hum hum hum, like keeping the beat, and it's just like it's so like blissfully like nerdy and strange. I'm like yes, good, and Maggie. Is just super into it. She's, She's super so on board. Into it. And like uh, this, okay, this I understand. I understand why Maggie would find him attractive. He is warm. He's nerdy the same way that she's nerdy. He's sweet. He's smart. He went to Yale. He's successful. 
I get all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Emma, to me, seems too judgmental to get on board with this guy. He he asks her out later in the episode, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm all all for her being totally wowed by the date, and maybe even being moved into having you know the intercourse with him in Maggie's car, which will of course get into <laughs> in length. Uh, so did Ooh. he, uh, <laughs> but. But I just I, – I I feel like she was so excited about the prospect of getting a date from anyone uh, yeah, that what, It's been a long it. time. What did you say? Nine weeks or something like that? Or 29 days. 29, 29 days. days. I yes. knew there was a nine Fremont. in there somewhere. 29 days. 29 days uh, since the Shanghai surprise. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, which uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Very excited. Uh, but, you know – Emma needs to be on some level in control of everything. She's a little oblivious to the feelings of others. She's not great at picking up on signals. And she immediately challenges Gary's authority. Yeah, they have a lawyer off. Yeah, they have a lawyer off. And, you know, he's been practicing this kind of law in Connecticut for nine years. He went to Yale. Dude knows what's up. Okay? I I guess. His his, his law prowess be banging. Be banging in Connecticut. In Connecticut. You guys, you know you, when you see that word, it's like Wednesday. You're like, oh, Connecticut. <laughs> In my head. It's yeah. like your last name. Um, but what, what I appreciate about this is, you know, Gary is very taken by a woman who, like, not only, like, stands up to him, but flat out challenges his authority. Because I imagine... As a lawyer of some repute in a small town, doesn't happen too often. No, he yeah. didn't say I object. Yeah, he he did not object. He of he, not. he abstained. He he, he, he said I'll allow it. Yeah, that's a judge, but you, it's the genre. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, this is quickly coming off the rails. But uh, you tape this yeah. at eleven at night. Yes, and, and it's a great time. It's a great time to tape a podcast. Truly. <laughs> Uh, I don't even need to talk, Matt. He makes you sigh just like I do in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. You Patrick and Stephen Lemieux are of a kind. In another world er, in another universe, we maybe I could have called you friend. I'm butchering the, what? I'm butchering a, a, a Star Trek quote. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, totes cool. Totes cool. Totes. See, I, I don't know which yeah. one you're butchering. I'm only va- I'm only a little familiar with Star yeah. Trek. Uh, I just watched the fourth movie. Oh, with, with the whales. Yeah, with the whales. It's a great movie. I loved it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he challenges her, uh, she challenges his authority, and, you know, he, she's attractive, even though he's got this beautiful woman right in front of him who's deeply invested, and he's deeply invested in, and he's completely overlooking her. Well, she's she's technically still married. Mm-hmm. She's soups preggers. Yeah. And Every dude would overlook that. Well, I don't know how many looks, guys are like, I'm going to go out tonight and find me an eight-month pregnant lady. Yeah. Give me a lady with a baby in the belly. Yeah. You know? So she, and she probably Give just Give me a pregnant like, piece. You heard of a pregnant pause? A, a pregnant piece. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. He's showing me his teeth. You guys going to high five? No. Too soon? Wait. I can't reach. <laughs> the table is so large. I know. Mm. We're trying to Eiffel Tower this podcast. Or there's a really tall girl between you underneath the table. What? What? She, oh, well, yeah. we're Eiffel Towering her. <laughs> she would have to be so unbelievably tall for that to make sense. Because this, this, she's not lying like feet to head. This no. is like 
head. I guess you get the head in this scenario. Head to why what? necessarily? I would think that I would be in first position. Oh, you don't want head. You don't think head? head's first position? No, <laughs> head's perfectly acceptable position. Guys, by the way, I'm my mo- my mom said she I'm listened to this Steve. last week. Mom, if you're listening, hi, um. hi, Mrs. Fisackerly. <laughs> Um, in any case, uh, they they head out to uh, to the local watering hole, oh, yeah. uh, you know, to to grab some lunch, and they're doing kind of a download about what's going on. Uh, and Maggie, just as she is about to reveal her intentions toward Mister Beecham, uh, Emma gets a text, a little texty text, mm. uh, where you know he rustled up his law degree, oh, and he'd he like to show it to her yeah, he all night long. <laughs> yes. Nothing sexier than a man throwing his degree around. No compensation whatsoever. Nothing, nothing. to compensate Absolutely. for. I think no. flirting with your intellectual accomplishments is a great way to go about it, personally. I'm a big fan of that. What a snooze <sighs> fest. Uh, guys, I am full what anecdotes. Day. If you want to hear any, at Fizzackerly, I'll tweet them 140 characters at a time. It'll be great. Great. Confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Yes. So, Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag um, tushy. Tussy. Tussy. Tussy I'm so sad that that's out in the world. In any case, you know... Maggie has an immediate reaction to this. She spills, she spills her, her juice. juice. Just like Shelby and still Magnolia. How great was it? My juice. Juice. Oh, it was great. Okay. Easy still Magnolia's. Yeah. Easy still Magnolia's. That was fantastic. Uh, thank you for giving me my line for me. Uh, yeah. Easy still Magnolia's. But in any mm-hmm. case, uh, Emma's mom walks by. Uh, and she makes the whole thing into an ordeal, even though it's not. She, uh, Emma points out, you know, Mom, you came over here. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, oh, great. Now I have to face my past. <laughs> she's so dramatic. Jane Kex Merrick, wonderful. Uh, I want her to be in all the episodes. Mm-hmm. What if she is? And she can great. pop a That'd collar cool. like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Did you see that cop pop? She was like an inch above her other collar with her collar popping. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Yeah. So mm. she brought by a bottle of homemade syrup from Lake sure Kimawa. Mm, from from Pea Beard. Mm-hmm. From Pea Beard, the yellow beard man who's got a hankering for some Cax <laughs> And, uh, you know, this is the one place that uh, Emma and her mom really were able to bond when she was a child. Yeah. Uh, it holds a lot of strong, powerful, good memories for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Maggie says, you know, this is your mom reaching out. Yeah, it's a gesture. It's a gesture. It's a communicative bid. Yeah, it's her it's attempting to become part of your life once again. You know, when God opens a door, you need to walk <laughs> through it. But you know what she says, Ron? She's like, oh my God, are you dying? Do you have cancer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cackled. It made me cackle. I love yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, Emma it's is so... A jerk to her mom. <laughs> she is. Well, th- I mean, I think that she's just so utterly stunned that her mom is doing uh, something that seems even partially selfless. Right. You know, it's not really. She's like, well, she just wants me to take all this syrup <laughs> out of her house. She's so lazy she can't get syrup out of her house. Uh, you know. I like um, that it's a two-way thing, though. I like that they both are very antagonistic toward each other. Absolutely. Because it doesn't feel mean in that way. Like, it just feels like... Well, that's just the way. It's just the way they things are. are. They're just fractured. You know, yeah. Emma had yeah. to get it. There's from no victim, somewhere. really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Emma had to get it from somewhere. No victim. They're the victims. Right, but that, there's not like a someone being mean and someone being hurt. Sure. It's just like it's not it's one-sided equal. aggression. Yeah. It's war. Give and take. Right. Give and right. Take. Uh, and, uh, you know, Emma kind of steamrolls right over Maggie. You know, trying to help her, trying to explain it. 
because that's just what she does. She doesn't think, she doesn't listen, she just kind of does her own thing. And her own thing so far this season has been, you know, help Maggie, help Maggie, help Maggie. But now, finally, Emma's getting a little tension. She's getting a little tension, she's getting a little big for her britches, perhaps. And maybe she wants to take those britches off. And she did. And she did. She did. In Maggie's car after they went to the trouble of getting the car seat. Where a child was after a date seeing the Apple Dumpling Gang bluegrass band. Yeah. Yeah. And they even got to go backstage before the show. Yeah. They got to meet, Ugh. what was his name? Was it Roscoe? Yeah, no. Rondo. 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 Yeah. You know, there were Rondo? hobos on the train, too. Yeah. That gets everybody in the mood. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, before this date, though, you know, uh, Emma is, is getting is getting ready. She's trying on these riding boots. She's totally nervous. That maybe make she her look shoes, yeah. a little too Blake Lively mm-hmm. just after the stable. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Maggie's doing shots of maple syrup because, as she says, sh- you know, she's pregnant. Pregnant sugar is her alcohol. That's I think, so I, true. I think I heard that something Lennon really did when she was pregnant. I'm sure. She would do shots of syrup. That's funny. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny and it's it's the truth. I mean, you know, what do you have? All your vices are gone except foods. You might as well get something sticky sweet. You know, oh, pour it down the... sticky sweet. Stick is sticky sweet. See how quickly we go to it? Yeah, it's so Child easy. safety is what I'm referring to. Child safety. What's sticky sweet? sticky sweet about child safety? The chi- feed, feed them the well. The child sticking to the safety seat. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah, stick, sticky sweet, sweet. My child sticks to the rules. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you did it. There. Uh, so Keeps them safe. Emma just keeps kind of pushing on on Maggie. Now, mind you, we, we neglected to mention, mm. Emma asked Maggie. She did. Are you cool with this? But, and, hey, and that's where Totes yeah. cool. She's totes, totes cool. She's totes cool. Totes cool. In, in cute. lady language, just because, I mean, you, you ignore our words and watch our actions. Because she was giving her all the please do not date him action in the face. Mm-hmm. Action in the face. But her words were like, nah, it's totally cool. Woman says it's cool. It's not cool. Yeah. Well, but that's why. Cool. Why does she say that it's cool when it's not? Is it because of the guilt of having this secret friendship with her mother? Oh. Or is it just, necess- you know, in their friendship, she tends to be the lower status person? Uh, or the fact that she's pregnant and still technically married at the time, right? She so she she doesn't really, want to. She take is something in no away. position to to date really anyone, right? Especially right. her lawyer. Sure. So you know she doesn't mm. want to take this away from Emma if that's what right. Emma wants. But at the same time, it is very hurtful. And right. you know, and Emma doesn't know she's being hurtful. Emma's completely that's the key. right. Yeah. To it, which is. Yeah. Right. Which she shouldn't cool. be. And, you know, she just keeps piling it on. When uh, when Gary comes to to the house, you know, Emma's like, oh, can you get that? Can you get him and bring him inside for our date? Oh, he's here. He's he's coming here for the date. And I'm in this flowy pajama mess. <laughs> and I am full of syrup. And I do not want to see him this way. And I just uh... like, it's just such like a very wonderfully small, real moment where she's tucking in the pregnancy shirt and she's trying to look skinnier and more presentable and she's so embarrassed and she doesn't want to open this door and she pulls and, the sweatpants over oh, her she bump. grandpa panted it mm-hmm. yeah she full grandpa on panted it. i don't know if this was intentional i don't know why it would be but that was framed in the exact same way as that risky business shot oh yeah where he nice slides one. out i don't know why i was just like are they about to do risky business no i guess not but it it, hmm. it looked exactly like that shot Absolutely. that's all i just noticed it it's it's an important thing to i have point nothing out. to say about it Right. Other than I noticed you have it. no commentary. You just want to. Well, she didn't it. really slide or sing old time rock and roll, so right. that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, but I noticed it was it. a nice shot because she was like all alone down there. Well, it, and- it, it showed her profile nicely and the bump. 
She's a tiny little thing. She's she a, is. Tiny, she's a pitzla. Tiny it's, that's, thing. I noticed how skinny she was, ironically, in that shot. Because apart from the bump, she's very skinny. She's very tiny thin. lady. Yeah. Bird body. Uh, I feel for a lot bird. of my friends. Not bird bones. Not bird bones. Like not bird bones. But just tiny. human bones. Keeping it tight. Everyone's right. everyone's excited. Yeah. 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 Um, but in any case, uh, you know, Gary and Emma, they go on this date. Things go super well. Uh, and, you know, Emma has has a tradition where she tells Maggie about all of her flings. And Maggie, you know, uses some of this this imagery, some of this stuff to help her get through the long months with no attention. Uh, specifically, this uh, Shanghai surprise, which, uh, you know, Maggie urged her to detail earlier. Once again, you know, you get a cryptic text message. 2201. You remember you the number. Oh, yeah. You know I remember the number. And it Ooh. means we got a penthouse suite. What? A penthouse? Yeah. A penthouse. Oh. Ooh, with uh, with linens that are 400 thread count. <gasps> I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's details. <laughs> like, hey you lay there. down there like, oh. Yeah. Orchid petals arranged oh. perfectly, oh. and then he comes up behind you <gasps> like a 90s boy band and tells you what you, he's going to do to that body. To that body! Mm-hmm. He's bringing sex it back. Exactly. Ooh. And I'm just, now I'm just, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm like, okay, bro. You, every man listening should steal that. It's, it's, it's hey, trust man, me, it's, it's going to work. It's, 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 good, it's good game he's laying yeah. down. And now I'm like intensely curious as to what he looks like, because I'm wondering mm. how much... Is he compensating for something else, or is he just like the consummate man uh, who you know has no attachments? It's it's mm. it's interesting. It would work. It would work out. either way. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Leave the lights off. Okay. What? I, who's I think there? you just went on your own journey. Just Sorry. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, do you need a moment? I'm okay. Do you want some syrup? I'm just gonna. Do you just get a, a text message with some numbers? Yeah. Uh, wait, I must go quickly. Yeah. Holiday in. Oh. Looney Tunes run off noise. <laughs> <laughs> What's Papa what, smoke? What is what is D Day? The, the day that they marshal Normandy. Uh, they landed on Normandy. I was just gonna say because could be it, that I would be so. the secret code if you were gonna go get Eiffel Towered. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's that's just in my head, but. In and any your case, beach is gonna get stormed. <laughs> so they head to the co- they head to uh, to the courthouse uh, for some mediation, uh, and uh, you know, right before they go in, Maggie notices car seats missing. Why is the car? We we went and we had Steve put it for the very reason mm-hmm. to do it, and uh, you know, Emma starts telling her all about it, out the date and tells her about how things got a little crazy. Yeah, she's clueless. Yeah. And and Maggie is just how they had sex in the car. Maggie is just buzzing off of this news. Oh, for sure. Not happy. Not happy one bit. Uh, And she just doesn't. She doesn't want to hear any of it. But again, totes cool. She can't bring it up. She can't say anything. And well, she's backed herself in a corner now because mm -hmm. she's given permission, and now it's bitten her in the ass. Basically, look. If it's not a dire situation where physical harm may in fact be a consequence. If you've backed yourself into a corner with a lie that is is undoable, undo it immediately. Undo it so you don't have to hear anymore. Don't wait until it's too much to bear. You know, do it when it's still just annoying. The more you know. Yeah, we actually have that (laughs) sound effect. Do we have that sound? We normally do. I I did it. Anticlimactic. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, but in any case, they head in for the mediation. Uh, they head in for the mediation and, you know, 
Maggie is not happy. She's freaking out. And Bruce takes this. <gasps> Thank you. So late. Best part about comedy is timing, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. Uh, in any case, so Bruce takes her her emotional reaction as her not wanting to get divorced. And uh, and she's just like, no, 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 no. He's no. on a knee, calls it a Hail Mary. Well, I mean, his lawyer, played uh, by Dave Tooney, who's a yeah, hilarious I was excited. Uh, L.A. comedian, yeah. uh, you know, he's trying to get uh, a little leeway on this agreement. And, you know, Gary, as a great lawyer, she's like, uh, only one of these people in this room had mm. sex with a, a German person over the internet. Who's that person again? Uh, and yeah. Bruce <laughs> says it almost as if for the first time to his lawyer. <laughs> that was I did that. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. They just like close their folders. We're done yeah, here. We're done. Uh, We've got nothing. It's yeah. a very civil divorce mm-hmm. settlement. Yes. Oh. Uh, and you know Maggie storms off, and uh, Emma has no idea where where she's gone. Um, she knows that she's upset at her and she's, you know, she's sitting in the, in the Hyundai, uh, as Mark, you know, puts this, this car seat back in there and he tells her, you know, you've always had this problem. You don't pick up on signals. You don't think about other people. You only think about yourself. You know, when I propose to you, <gasps> alarm bells, Ooh. right? What? When New I propose to you, you were shocked as if it had come out of nowhere, but I took you ring shopping. <laughs> Which I mean, like, come on, woman, you gotta know. And also, the man tried to lock it down. Respect, respect, respect to the man. He tried to put a ring on. Yeah, it. and did. it also gives us a very firm understanding. See what I did there? It was nice. A uh, very firm understanding <laughs> of where he is emotionally with her return, uh, and and why Bird Bones was also defensive potentially, is because, you know, they almost got married. That's how far along they were in their relationship that he did propose, that he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. Mm. That's a big deal. Do there, you know how long it's been since uh, that proposal versus present day in the episode? Like, between how many years have passed? Yeah, how old they are? Because I know she's been away. Yeah, I don't know. They were high school years. sweethearts, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine that it's been at least nine years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say that's that's pretty. That's a pretty fair estimate. Yeah, I don't know if they've they've ever officially put a, a date on when they were in high school, like with specific references or anything. Right, but mm-hmm. to me, they seem like late, you know, early thirties. You yeah, know, maybe early. the tail end of your twenties. Yeah. Um, so I'd say it's probably like eight or nine years, uh, a long enough time that still he's... childbearing years. That's for sure. Hey, those go into your fifties. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well, they're under tell fifty. That to my girlfriend. Tell it to my family. You're yeah. getting old. You're ovaries. Yeah. Because well. they all sound like old people, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Do you come from a family of old people? Uh, no. <laughs> it's they're, just they're all old, yeah. all old people. Old. Yeah. Can't call and then old. you popped out and they were like, whose <laughs> child is She's this? She's so young. She's a whippersnapper. <laughs> she has old issues. <laughs> we don't have teeth like her. Oh, they <laughs> saw could... Benjamin Button and they were like, this is what a baby looks like. Finally. Exactly. We, yeah. This is what they all look Finally, like, right? Finally, an honest portrayal <laughs> of childhood <laughs> when you have to learn how to unbreak your legs and walk for the first time at age five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, I, I love this development between these two. Yes. Uh, I love that we keep learning more and more about their previous uh, it's relationship. Like it's like a little bread trail between every episode. Mm-hmm. Just, just a bread trail. 
Plant the seeds for later. I know. Well, now <laughs> it makes me kind of recant my previous thoughts that what? someday he's going to try to make a go for it once again. Just because, like, can you really forgive someone who mm. ups and leaves after you propose? I, I feel like see. it's 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 almost like abandoning you at the altar. It's it's a huge deal. It's not really something you Maybe can take it did back. Happen. Maybe later on they or, did. Or you finally. know, we don't know how much time has passed. Maybe True. he's healed. But granted, he is married to yeah. a nice person who we don't want to see. I really want to stress or that I bones. like them together. Yeah, and I will. I will be. I will be sad if that doesn't work out. I know. But like, and again, why I like that in life. I feel like the vast majority of like you know like will they won't they or like not really will they won't they but like unfulfilled romances yes are you know unfulfilled for that reason is like no they wound up with someone who's wonderful and even if you do have chemistry with this other person you're not with them you're with someone who you are good with right yeah I've never pined for someone and then ended up with them like I've always pined and then it went away Hmm. I don't know. Is that a thing that happens a lot? You pine for a long time pine. and then you end up with someone? It's very, very rare. That's like a TV and trope more than here's like what a real I'll life say. thing. When that does happen, it's very rare, it's very messy, and it happens at the wrong time almost universally. Yeah. Almost universally to the point that all of the lead up makes it impossible right. for anything to go right. Because you set your expectations to be so high. You've convinced that this yeah. is the one for you and then it happens and... Or potentially, you know, you one of you had feelings for a long time and then got over it, and then the other one realized that they had feelings Still the whole it? time, and then by the time they, they come out and tell you... Classic friend season two on. scenario. Exactly. But no. it happens in life. It does It does happen. It does. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's a tragedy. So, uh, in any case, Mark tells her, you know, uh, tells Emma that also this gesture from her mom... Is definitely the real deal. Like she, she tells him, you know, oh, she can't. He's like, you know, I heard about your mom and the syrup. And she's like, how does everyone? How do you know about that? You know that this is like a calculated move on her part. And he's like, you know, you're missing it once again. This is her trying to connect with you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna be the best me I can be. I'm gonna pick up a pack of waffles and I'm gonna head over to my mom's place and we are gonna just syrup it up and get through all the stuff. <laughs> and she goes over. Wait, what if it gets? Sticky. Ooh. Oh my god, what are we, the Z Morning Zoo of Playing House podcast? <laughs> well, we need more sound effects if we're going to be a morning zoo. Like a, That's not a an excuse ooga. to play sound ooga. effects. Ooga. Come on. That's not an excuse. Explosions. That's not an excuse. Sticky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not an excuse. And we're back. <laughs> we're talking Playing House here at the uh, After Bus TV after show. Yeah, here at KWO5. <laughs> oh! KWO5. You're tuning into the After Buzz TV after show for Playing House. Yes, Matt Lehman, the host with Dale, Pat Fitzgerald, and Carrie Long. <laughs> oh, well, 30 minutes and two seconds in the after show, the and they're going bit. severely off topic, but it's my fault. So we're going to go ahead and go back to the after show. <laughs> <laughs> worst bit. It's the worst bit. Let's not do that I bit do again. This bit no. for the rest of the no. night. I want to talk about uh, Jane Kex her The mom. She opens the door, and I love this this line. She's got this martini. She's like, "So I guess we're doing this now." Yeah, I love yeah. best parenting line. Ever. Yes, wonderful. Uh, and we discover <gasps> who is in a bathroom. Right. But Maggie. Maggie. No. Oh, yeah. She's Maggie. pretty cozy on has, that couch. Yeah. She's oh. been having a secret what? friend affair with Emma's mother. <gasps> no. For years. No. Yeah. She's been to Lake Kimawa. 
multiple times. And in the kayak with her mother. Multiple they Christmases. Took who took that picture? It was such a well-framed picture of two of them. It was P-Beard. Oh, was it P-Beard who took the picture? It was on okay. the tip of the kayak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it was a frame from a GoPro mounted at the front of their kayak. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's how it's done. Um, so, you know, th- this is, in Emma's eyes, a major betrayal, which, like, I love that the that this wasn't all one-sided. Yes, Emma was definitely in the wrong, but she also, you know, had no idea uh, because Maggie had given her her permission. You know, she had no idea that she was lying, but she should have picked up on these signals. But at the same time, you know, Maggie shouldn't have hidden this friendship. She shouldn't have hidden that it was her idea to give the syrup and try to, to get them, you know, to be cordial again. Uh, she's also in the wrong. But what a good best friend. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta stick your nose where it doesn't belong. Exactly. Especially when it comes down to the people you love, your best friends. You gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. She wanted, you know, she wanted Emma and her mother to have a relationship because she's friends with both of them. Mm-hmm. She knows that they're both wonderful people. They deserve to be happier than they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's again another very real thing. And uh, you know, they're both upset, but they head back to the house. Gary comes over. After Emma eats her waffles dry. Yeah, she eats her waffles Without dry and she refuses water. to drink water. <laughs> I love, and I love like, how they put like a water? Soundtrack. No! Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was just this very soap opera I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. The dramatic music. These waffles dry. Please, no, please drink some water. <laughs> I refuse. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> they head back to the house. Gary comes over uh, and Emma breaks it off because her friendship oh. is too important. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. But Gary also, if you were listening, well, sets up the return of, I forget the ex-husband's name. Bruce. Bruce sets up the return of Bruce because they have to do marriage counseling for yes. five weeks. Five sessions. It's a way to keep him on the show. Keep yes. him around. Yes. Uh, so excited to see those. Excited to see what happens. And to learn more about their marriage and where it went wrong. Yeah, for sure. You know, because there's yeah. nothing inherently wrong about either of them. I think they both got pushed. It, uh, I think that... Bruce got pushed into a place where he wasn't communicating anymore and, you know, then started doing something that was very, very wrong. And they shouldn't have been together anymore. Yeah. I think that the relationship had died. Yeah. They might have figured it out too late. Oh, we're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, we got to be together forever, even with all these problems. I want to see, you know, what those problems were yeah. and where they started. They've been pretty tight-lipped on, like, what went wrong. Mm-hmm. And I have no so idea who the marriage counselor, if we see the marriage counselor, who it'll be played by. But oh, I have a feeling it's going to be someone great. It's going to be someone wonderful. Because everyone on the show, casting-wise, is, has been wonderful. It's a hilarious person, probably from UCB. And, Think it'll be yeah. Jane Lynch? Could be. Could be Jane Lynch. She's played a therapist on... Other shows, maybe she has. Not. Maybe it could be. I don't know. Betty White. I'm just throwing it out there. It's I don't a new think it's going to happen. It's a new fresh I don't idea. Think I don't think it's going to happen. Betty White. I give up. I give up, guys. Yeah. Don't think TV it's Land's happen. got that on lock. Um, she is in Cleveland filming that show live. She, she will be hot until the day she dies. Yes. Oh, don't die, Betty White. Um, in any case, <laughs> Did you just kill Betty White. No. Emma <laughs> breaks up with Gary, and the two of them, you know, oh. resolve their issues, and we're really, really happy about that. And uh, we're glad that they're friends. They go over to Emma's mom's place to pick up the rest of the syrup, only to discover mom's a dirty bird. Dirty bird. She's got She's sexy cop dog. Steve mm-hmm. doing all kinds of chores for her. You know, especially d- dirty jobs. He's got to mm-hmm. take off his shirt. Yeah, he's uh, so aloof. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's my type. Let's, aloof uh, and delicious. Let's bring some Ryan McPartland back. For a hot second, I didn't think that he was just like a house toy, like, uh, you know, just to like watch move around. For a second, I thought that mom and Steve had sparked up a little uh, cougar relationship. 
Um, you think they uh, they were in Cougar Town? I do not think that they were in Cougar Town, but I think Steve <laughs> could be later in the season. I would I'd love like, to see it. I'd like to see that happen. I think it would be super funny and uh, it would make Emma super uncomfortable. Okay, I think it's time for predictions. Dun, 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 dun. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Yeah, I know. That was, uh, that was the foxy face that I had. All right. Mm, uh, so, it. next week, based on the, uh, based, based on the preview, uh, the ladies are heading out for a night on the town. Potentially, uh, Maggie's last before the kid pops out. Uh, Jason Mansukis guest stars. Ooh, which is exciting. We didn't see, we didn't see and he's the, a friend uh, of the preview. Did you see the preview. Oh, you didn't see the preview? What? Oh, yeah. Jason Mansukis guest stars, uh, is one of the guys that they meet. Out at the bar. Oh, it's um, like the whole cast of soundtrack at UCB is going right? to be in well, this they, show. Uh, they've been friends for years. Yeah. So it's it's great to see uh, you know all the all of their friends getting to pop up in various roles on the show. It's a real blast. What do we think is going to happen with with all our friends? Uh, you know, I I already made my prediction. I think Steve and Mom knocking boots. They be banging. Blake Lively boots. Blake Lively riding boots. Oh, exciting! Not flats. I don't know. I'm curious as when the baby comes. Yeah, I want to know yeah. the timeline here. Well, I mean, I mean, it, we're we're four episodes in. Uh-huh. There are five marriage counseling sessions. Uh, you know, so if we're supposed to see all of them, if they're happening over the course of the season, yeah, I feel like if she if Emma has only been there, uh, she hasn't had sex for 29 days. I feel like she hasn't been there for the full 29, uh, and she's still eight months pregnant. We still have a few episodes to go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we, it may be the finale where we get this right. baby popped. Right. And then they have all those marriage counseling sessions to get really confused on their feelings and open up cans of worms and emotions. Yeah. And then the baby comes, and that's all like, oh, it's so cute. Maybe we should try again. So um, I, I don't think they're going to try again. I think I they think, are done. I don't know. I'm going to predict that there's going to be a very confusing uh, emotional episode for them. We can mm. talk about love uh, connections and pairings all day long. At the end of the day, the, there's only one couple on this show, and it's it's Emma and Emma Maggie. And Maggie. It's it's true. Maggie. That's the love story. I don't know who's going to be uh, in the delivery room. Yeah. I, I, I want to see, see, see a, a doctor appointment. I think the, we need to see that. Ooh, right. Who's going to play the doctor? What who? UCB person is going to play the doctor? Joe Wengert. Ooh, you think Joe's going to be on <laughs> there? He's a writer on the show. Why not? Yeah, That'd Joe's a good actor. It'd be delightful. Um, all right. I think that that kind of wraps it up for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us, downloading, watching, listening, streaming. You're all the best. Uh, Carrie Long, where can the people find you? Oh, the people can find me. Please be my friend uh, on Twitter at Comedia Carrie. That's C O M E D I A C A R R I E. Comedia Carrie. All right. And Patrick. Uh, I am on Twitter also at Fizakerly. F-I-S-A-C-K-E-R-L-Y. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find my videos for AfterBuzz TV and SourceFed on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. And if you're looking for other AfterBuzz shows, AfterBuzz comedies, I also recap Marin on IFC. Uh, Who locked the gate? Right. <laughs> I also uh, do Mad Men right now, uh, Orphan Black. I have Under the Dome, Defiance coming back in June, Halt and Catch Fire later this summer. Lots of great stuff. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.